I've got a challenge for you today. Listen to the words that you say to yourself and the words that flow out of your mouth and see if they're helping you or holding you back. Are you up for it? Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode number 48, which is all going to be around the magic and the power of words, because words are super, super important. And I'll dive into that in this episode. I've been hearing the word perfect a lot over the last few days, coming from my mouth and also from my wife's mouth, especially when she's talking about me, of course. We have just been um, the last weekend celebrating our 10th year wedding anniversary, which was perfect. And we went up to the Isle of Skye and Glencoe, got away for a couple of nights. And every time that we'd stop off somewhere or we'd look at the view, we would just be taken away by the scenery and go, wow, this is perfect. So why does this apply into the context of work and how do our words get in our way, you might be asking? Well, they make all the difference because if you think about it, words are how we use to interpret the world. It is how we communicate. It is how we make sense of things. We've got labels, we've got experiences, and we use words to convey and give meaning to what we are feeling and what we're experiencing as well. So they are powerful and they impact how we think, they impact how we feel, they impact how we act. And that all combines together to influence our results and influences our behaviours and our performance. So we use words all of the time. They float out of our mouth, often in conversations with other people, and we don't really realise what we're using in terms of the words and the meaning behind those words or the influence that they're having or the impact on us as well. This also applies to the thoughts that we have in our minds. They're still words, they still have meaning attached to them. So when you're talking to yourself, and come on, I know you also talk to yourself with that little voice in your head that chats away with you, because I do that, and I'm completely normal, and I know you are too. So those are also words. They're also influencing, they're also having an impact as well. So like I said at the start, words are magical, they are really powerful, and they can be really powerful positive if we use them in that positive way but they also could sabotage us and they can get in our way if we don't watch out for them so which would you prefer and as you may know my background comes from the world of neuro-linguistic programming nlp and the middle letter of nlp is linguistics and that's the power of it it's about how the words we use shape our reality and i dove into this in episode number one which was all about how things are all in your mind And I brought the analogy to life that we run on autopilot. We're like robots, human beings. We delete, we distort, and we generalize. And that's because we have so much stimulus from the outside world and also from the inside world that we would go completely haywire if we were to try and make sense of it all or to try and compute it all in a conscious way. So our mind helps us by deleting, distorting, and generalizing. 
And one way that we then filter our reality is through the language that we use. So our mind actually tries to help us. But by taking these shortcuts and by running on the programs that we are built around in our mind, it can often backfire for us. So are you up for a challenge today? I want you to become super aware of the words that you're using and the people around you and listen to the words that they're using as well. Then you'll be able to spot the words and if they're not working for you or if you realise that they actually have a negative impact or a negative energy around them, you can change the words. I'd recommend that you perhaps don't change other people's words that are coming out of their mouth unless you've got a good relationship or a good level of rapport with them. Just focus on it for yourself at the moment. And I want to make this super practical. So I'll share some of my favorite words or phrases that I'd love you to listen out for. And then this will be like an alarm bell. When you start hearing these words come out of your mouth or in your head, then you'll have that little trigger to go, oh, oh, pay attention here. And therefore, it gives you the control back as well. So let's start with one of my all-time favorites. It's the word try. Have you used that so far today? So examples of this would be, I'll try and get through my to-do list today. I'll try and make those calls. I'll try to meditate. I'll try to go to the gym. I'll try and do the housework. So try, 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 try. But think about it. What is the feeling that you have or the energy behind that word when you use the word try in that sentence? Does it make you go, yep, come on, let's do it? Does it give you the certainty? Does it even give you the conviction in your mind that you're going to do it? No. Think about it this way. Have you ever invited someone out to a gathering, a party, out on a date or something, and they turn around and say, I'll try and make it. In your mind, do you count that as a yes, absolutely they're going to turn up? No, not at all. You then have them in the, they're not likely to come. You probably won't add them into the guest numbers in that way. But how many times do you use that same language on yourself? And if you're saying that word, I'm going to try and do it. I'm going to try and grow my business. Do you actually believe it deep down? Does your mind help you fire all cylinders to have that confidence that helps you to focus your energy and your actions around it? Or does it relegate it onto that list of, yeah, it's not likely going to happen as well. So just be mindful of that word, try. My coaching clients send those inside my mastermind hate it because I pick up on it really, really quickly. And also sometimes they try and pull the wool over my eyes by using fancier versions of this word, such as I'll attempt or I'll endeavor. Uh -uh, they are just fancy tries as well. And the word try massively has an impact on how we show up and our performance as well. I remember over seven years ago before our first son, Kais, was born, Shireen had a medical appointment with the midwife to get some bloods tested. And I remember the nurse came through to take her blood and she kept using the word try. Oh, let me try this vein and let's see if this works. And honestly, just I could see in her face that she wasn't really confident around it. And do you think that she struck gold with Shireen's blood? No. And literally, Shireen was like a pincushion. And she kept saying, oh, let's try this. Let me try this one. And I wanted to stop her and go, can you just stop trying and just do it? But she then decided to go and get the doctor to help. And the doctor came in and was just confident and just drew the blood. But the reason why I share this example with you is because the more and more she used the word try, I could see in her body language, she was getting more nervous. She didn't have that level of certainty. So she wasn't even believing in herself that she was going to be able to make it happen in that way as well. So really do watch out for your words, especially try. 
Also watch out for how you use the word should. Have you ever said to yourself, I really should do this. I should be on social media. I should be promoting more. I should be doing video. Whatever the end of that sentence is, do you should all over yourself. Again, how does it feel when you use that word should attached to that statement or attached to that item on your to-do list or your goal? Often when you use the word should, it feels like you're forced into it or you're obliged to do it or there's no other options. But really, do you want to do it? Because again, if you keep using the word should, 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 it will impact the way that you feel about it, how you think about it and how you act. This also applies to the word must. I must do this. Really, do you have to? So how about instead you change your shoulds and your must to want to? And just see what happens when you translate those sentences, those thoughts that you're having with the words I want to rather than I should or I must do it as well. The next one is I can't. Okay, so have you ever heard yourself say, I can't do this. I can't afford it. I can't grow my business. I can't pick up the phone to them. I can't get up early to exercise or to meditate. Can you really not? Is someone or something forcing you to say you absolutely can't do it? No, but it feels like that there's no options. In your mind, it again puts it into that type of activity that's going to be really hard or it even seems impossible. It feels like there's no options and the more and more you use the word can't, that can easily turn into a limiting belief, which can massively get in your way and sabotage your success. So watch out for it. I talk about these and limiting beliefs, how they form into becoming your stories that you start to believe in episode number 10, which was all about, do you believe your internal stories? So you can find a link to these other episodes I'm referring to over at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 48, where I'll put all the links here. And if you're listening to this on a podcast app, just scroll down the text and you should see the links there as well. But of course, finish this episode before diving into the other ones as well. And in that episode, I can't remember if I shared it or not, but when I was younger, I used to find it really hard to tell the time on an analog watch. And I was able to track that back to a time when I was a really stubborn little brat of a boy out shopping with my mum and dad in a macro, like a big Costco warehouse type of store. I wanted a watch and it was a Timpson kind of watch, which was red and blue. And it was to teach you to tell the time. And I remember standing in front of it, thinking my mum and dad will just say, yeah, okay, let's get it for you. And I was looking at it longingly and they came over and they said, this man, come on. I was like, I really want this watch. And they're like, no, 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 you're always wanting things, put it back. And I went and I remember saying, but if you don't buy me the watch, then I can't learn to tell the time. Okay. And I'll never be able to tell the time. And at that moment, I made the decision with the language that came out of my mouth that my unconscious mind took on that belief that I couldn't tell the time if my mum and dad didn't buy me that watch. They didn't buy me the watch at that time and therefore that belief then took form from there. Yep, I know, spoil little brat, but it just shows the power of our minds and the language that we use. So how many times have you had a setback or things didn't go according to plan and you then said the words or thought the words, I can't do this or this is hard or it's a challenge. 
all those words are absolutely going to impact how you show up or if you were to do that task or to get yourself in that situation again. So instead, how about you change it, take back control? So if you say things like, I can't afford it, I can't grow my business, I can't get up early in the morning, how about instead changing it to, I choose not to? Ouch, I know it can sting, but really it's a choice. And when you take it and you turn it back into a choice, at least it gives you back control and it allows you to go, am I really going to choose to not do that? And therefore you can then go in that positive spiral to allow you to then influence in a positive way your thoughts, your feelings and your behaviours. This also applies to I don't have, okay? So you might hear yourself saying, I don't have enough time. That used to be one of the things that I used to say all the time (laughs) before, and I'll come on to that in a moment about how we can exaggerate. I used to always say, I'm really, really tired. And guess what? I'd often be tired even when I had great sleep. So if you hear yourself say things like, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough energy, you will constantly be in that state of lack or not having. So become aware of it and change your words. Maybe change them into, I've got more than enough time to focus on what I want to. I'm growing my business and my wealth every day. I've got lots of energy and I choose what to do with it. So again, small changes can have a massive impact. And we also have to be aware of how we can, without realizing it, exaggerate things in our minds and in our world. So these are things like words when you say, everyone finds it easy to grow their business online except for me. They always get all the clients or they get all the credit. They never listen to me or they never tidy up after themselves or there's no opportunity in my market. Again, are those statements really true? But remember what I started at the top of this podcast episode saying, our minds believe them to be true. We delete, we distort and we generalize. So your unconscious mind and my unconscious mind doesn't actually stop and go, that's not really true. It takes it on as being gospel. And therefore we delete, we distort, we generalize and we run our lives and our behaviors according to those things as being true. But really they're not necessarily true. I guarantee you, if you find one exception to that statement, it will blow that assumption and that exaggeration out of the water. So for example, often people say to me, if they've got a limiting belief, oh, I'm really nervous at talking in front of a group of people. Or I can't talk in front of a group of people without going bright red or getting really flustered in my words and I hate it. And I often just say to them, before we do any kind of coaching, I just ask them the question, well, how do you handle that when you're in front of your family or your friends? And they go, oh, well, no, in that situation, this man, I'm okay. But as soon as I actually bring that into their mind, it blows up that assumption that they cannot talk in front of a group of people. And then we can get into the specifics of what type of groups do they find it more nerve wracking in that way. But it blows that belief that they have been holding out of the water because they can no longer honestly, with conviction, say that they can't talk in front of a group of people. Does that make sense? So just by getting you to think differently, by bringing in an exception to it, you can make that belief or that statement null and void in their mind. And therefore, you can't then delete the store and generalize against it anymore. And last week, I met a guy who asked me what I was doing in business and I explained that I'm a performance and a mindset coach for business owners. And he then went on a bit of a a rant in terms of, how do you find that, especially in the West of Scotland? It's really 
doom and gloom here. It's really hard to have a business here. There's really no opportunities compared to if you were to start a business over in America or or he mentioned a few other places. And I think that he was a bit shocked that I didn't automatically go into the, yeah, I agree, the west of Scotland is hard. Everybody here is really down and unhappy and miserable. Instead, I actually completely flipped it and I was like, that's completely not the experience that I have. I work with so many business owners in the west of Scotland. There's so many positive people here. I was like, that's just not what I see as well. And he was just a bit like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) And then we started to talk about something else as well. But really, imagine if you were carrying around that belief that it's really hard to grow a business in whatever area that you live. Well, is that going to actually make you jump out of bed and go and speak to people, go out there and network and build relationships? If you really had that belief or the language that everybody around you is doom and gloom and it's not the best place to run a business. No. So watch out for your language and just see the impact it can have as well. And I'm sure that there'll also be lots of positive words that you use on a daily basis for yourself or in your mind as well that come out as your thoughts. So these could be powerful stuff such as I'm improving day by day, I'm on it, I'm really committed to this, I'm going to figure it out, I'm really confident, I know I'm on the right path, every day I'm getting better. Whatever those words are, can you see if you start to use more of those words, then you'll show up differently, you'll tackle any challenges or road bumps differently. Therefore, it will have a different experience of the reality and what you actually end up making happen in terms of your performance and the results in your business. So again, I'd really encourage you to take me up on my challenge to listen to what you're saying pay attention and notice. And even by doing that, I guarantee you, you'll start to realize some of the things that come out of your mouth or come into your mind that you don't even realize that you're saying or that you're thinking. And then once you've noticed it, you can start to course correct it and choose your words, choose your thoughts in a more positive and a productive way as well. And then just see what happens as a ripple effect. What's the positive impact that you then notice on yourself, how you're feeling, how you're showing up, the results in your business, and even how people around you are noticing and feeling from how you're communicating or your energy as well. I know it sounds a bit woo-woo, but really our words do have an impact even from an energy point of view. So let me know how you get on. As always, drop me an email at hello at rapidtransformation.co.uk. Let me know what impact this episode has had on you or drop me a message over on the world of Facebook and the Facebook group. Again, I'll put all the links into the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 48. And I look forward to sharing even more with you next week. So until then, bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.